Have you been thinking about launching a podcast for your business, but want to make sure that you're doing it with intention and that it's actually going to be worth your time? I am so excited to be hosting my Launch Your Podcast Funnel workshop. In this workshop, I'm gonna teach you what you need to have in place to launch a podcast designed to work for your business as a funnel with new leads and clients. The workshop will be live on May 16th. You'll have the opportunity to ask questions and get feedback, plus you'll walk away with clarity on how to start launching your podcast funnel. Head to wildhomepodcasting.com slash funnel, and I cannot wait to see you there and help you start your podcast journey. So it is definitely possible to have a podcast for a very long time and to have it work for your business in a way that is meaningful and helps you actually hit your business goals. Are you ready to start a strategic podcast for your business and share your message in a way that feels wildly authentic? This is the place. Welcome to Podcast Your Business, where each week I share the strategy behind having a podcast that helps grow your business. I'm Caroline Hull, podcast manager, strategist, and consultant, and I've seen the power a podcast can have for your business. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. So excited to be recording episodes. I know I said this the last time I sat down and recorded a bunch of episodes, but when sitting in the chair has been difficult for a while, it's really exciting to do it. I am doing well and recovering from my surgery still. So thank you, everyone who keeps checking up on me on Instagram. Today, I wanted to share about something that I've talked about a lot, which is that podcasting is a long game. And I know when I say that people are like, "Ugh, podcasting's a long game. I don't want a long game. I want something quick. And I totally get that. But if you can stick with it and be consistent, there are so many amazing benefits that can come from podcasting. And I'm not going to dive into all of them here because I've talked about them on so many episodes, but I will link to episode that we did about five ways that podcasts can support your business. And so definitely go listen to that if you're wondering how it can support your business long term. But what I wanted to talk about today is if it is a long game and I am committed to doing this podcast because I know of the benefits that it can have for my business, how can I make it sustainable so I don't get burned out So I'm not releasing an episode and then not releasing an episode. And so today I'm going to give you five ways to make your podcast sustainable for your business, even if it is a long game. And we're going to start with number one, which is have a plan in place. When I say plan, I'm not talking about content. We're going to talk about that in a minute. I'm not talking about a spreadsheet or an Asana board. I am talking about having a very clear plan for how your podcast is going to support your business. Oh my gosh, Caroline, didn't you just say that you weren't going to talk about that because there's a whole episode? Yes. But what I want to reiterate here is that it is important to actually have a plan in place. If you start a podcast or you already have one and you're not being strategic or intentional about what you're sharing and how you're sharing it, uh, about the customer path, all of those things, 
it's not going to be sustainable long-term because at some point it's going to not work for you the way that you want it to. When you have a clear plan in place, and I want to say it's almost motivational in a way because when you start to see the benefits of it and you start to see how it is working, it keeps you going. And the other great thing about having a plan in place is if you make any shifts in your business or let's say you start a new program or you change your services, it's going to be so much easier for you to understand how that is going to relate to the podcast and how the podcast can actually help you when you have that plan in place and that clear path and all of those things, right? So having a plan in place is my number one for making it sustainable because you're going to need this for long-term success. And if you need help creating a strategic plan for your podcast, we got you. So definitely look in the show notes for a link on how you can get help with that. The second thing is planning content way in advance. So one of the things that can make podcasting feel really hard is when you're having to do episodes the week of, right? I am not a huge fan of knowing that I have an episode going live on Monday and recording it on like Wednesday or Thursday. That is the absolute worst for me. (laughs) It feels last minute and it feels like it's not my best work. And usually if it's last minute, then it's not anybody's best work. It's not my ops manager's best work. It's not my designer's best work. It's not my show notes writer's work. Because we're all frantically trying to get it out, right? And so what I do is I have a plan and I usually schedule a couple months out. For me, that's what works best just because of how I get inspiration. We usually like to plan three to six months out. And then if anything comes up, I can definitely move episodes around, but Why this is so great is because whenever I am recording, I can sit down and do multiple episodes at once. And having that plan makes that process a whole lot easier. The other reason why having all your content planned way in advance is super helpful is because now you can see how it all works together. And you can also see how it's working for whatever's going on in your business. So if you're selling a specific program or you're pushing a specific one-to-one offering, you can make sure that all your content is aligned for that promotion, right? If you're just doing episodes week to week to week, that can get very difficult. And it's also really helpful for me as I'm scheduling in guests to make sure that everything that I'm doing around those guest episodes kind of makes sense and fits as well. And so I just like having that clear picture of all of my content as I'm planning it and scheduling out. And so definitely make sure that you are planning your content in advance. It's going to make sustainability of having a podcast long-term so much easier. Number three is going to be to hire help. (laughs) I've talked about this a lot. Hiring help can be such a game changer, especially when you are trying to have something be around long-term for you. And it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It can be as simple as having a VA come help you with a couple tasks, or it can be, which is my favorite, which is offloading everything to a team and having them produce your podcast for you. The reason why help is so important for sustainability is because your podcast is your main piece of marketing, A. B, it's also helping you generate leads for your business. But if you're only spending time on the podcast, you're not going to be able to focus on the things that are in your zone of genius. 
And that kind of defeats the whole purpose of having a plan in place for your podcast in the first place, right? And so hiring help frees up not only your time, but your brain space so that way you can focus on what you are best at, which is the services you offer, which is what you teach, which is the education that you provide, right? Probably your zone of genius is not writing show notes (laughs) at 11 p.m. the night before your episode goes live. And so you know, I I will be the first to admit that for me, this was something that I was really stubborn about. I wanted to have my hand in my podcast because I'm a podcast strategist. Like that seemed logical to me that I should be working on my own podcast. But when I did finally hand it over, it has made things so much easier for me. I literally record and give it to my team and they make it happen. And all I have to worry about is coming up with the content, recording it, and then promoting it and sharing it after it comes out. And so what it does, in essence, is it has allowed me to focus on the things that I'm better at and also freed up my time and energy and space for the things that need to be done, such as sharing it, such as promoting the episode. I cannot tell you how many times I will meet somebody who's working on a podcast, and because the actual podcast tasks take up so much of their time, they don't spend any time on the before or after. So again, this kind of goes along with like planning your content way in advance, right? If I'm having to record and do all of the tasks to get my podcast out into the world when I've got a million other things going on, client calls, client deliverables I need to be working on, then it's not going to be my best work. And so by hiring help, I'm able to create something that I'm really proud of, something that feels really natural and easy and something that I can do long-term. Did you know that your podcast can be so much more than a hobby? It can be a way for you to attract your ideal client and establish yourself as an authority in your field. But you need a strategy. And that's why we've created the Strategic Podcast Academy, a monthly membership designed to help you build a strategy for your podcast so you can grow your business and get off the content creation hamster wheel. With support from myself and a community of like-minded podcasters, you will create a strategic plan for your podcast and start implementing impactful changes. During our time in the monthly membership, we're going to cover topics such as customer path planning, content planning for sales, podcast SEO, creating connection with your listeners, email marketing for your podcast, and so much more. So if you are an online business owner, coach, consultant, or service provider, and you're ready to have a podcast that supports your business, then the Strategic Podcast Academy is for you. Head to wildhomepodcasting.com slash membership to join today. The fourth thing that I want you to think about when we're thinking about having a podcast and having it be sustainable for your business is setting attainable goals for your podcast. Now, I've talked a lot about like how your podcast goals should also align with your business goals, but I want to reiterate here why is it is so important to set attainable goals. Because if you set goals that are unattainable for your podcast, let's say you want an episode to get a million downloads, because that's the biggest number I can think of right now. <laughs> that is probably not attainable, right? And if you're shooting for a million downloads and you never get there, you're setting yourself up to be discouraged. 
for me, <laughs> what is attainable is like, I want to boost my downloads by 50 per episode. And I focus on that. That is something attainable. I know I can do that. I can create a plan for how to do that. I can promote in new ways. I can share in new ways. I can maybe run some creative ads. But I know that that is something that is attainable for me. And so it's not going to be discouraging or feel like I'm never going to get there. So why even try kind of thing? I think it's really important that we set goals that we can hit and feel good about. And so having goals that are attainable for your podcast, again, that are aligned with your business goals is going to be important for you long term. And you know, if I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to set these goals or what I want them to look like, you know, I'll think about like, what is a goal for me right now? Well, one goal for me right now is to grow my email list. And I know that if I can grow my listenership, I can also grow my email list. They kind of work in tandem. And so that's a goal that I'm working on right now. I've got a goal set for my email list and I've got a goal set for my podcast. And then what do I do to make that happen? Well, I'm going to tell you to join my newsletter at the end of the episode instead of anything else. And so by setting those goals, now I can make sure that my plan also supports those goals. I can make sure that I have content that supports those goals and I've got the help I need to just get it all done, right? Do you see how this all works together? And I haven't even gotten to number five yet, but all of these things work together to make it sustainable, right? And I'm not saying that you can't DIY your podcast and you can't just publish episodes that you're excited about. You absolutely can. What I am saying, though, is if we are looking at, again, podcasting being a long game and being something that we really want to support our business with, our endeavors, our programs, our services, all the things that we're working on in our business... It has to be something that you can do consistently for a while, and these things are going to help you do that. So that brings me to number five, which you got to have fun with your podcast. You have to enjoy it and share what really, really lights you up. Really think about the things that you're passionate about. So when you sit down and record, you're excited to do it. I actually didn't plan on recording this episode today, but I just got done with the podcast interview and it was so much fun. I didn't want the fun to stop. So I was like, I'm going to record some episodes. And so here I am. It's fun for me. I enjoy it. And it wasn't always like this. There was definitely a time period in my podcast where it felt like I was pulling teeth to get episodes out every week. And that's because it wasn't being sustainable, right? I was still trying to do all the work. I wasn't fully aligned with what my listeners needed and their customer journey. And when I was able to kind of get all of these pieces in place, it became just this amazing tool for my business and something that just I'm so excited to engage with. Pretty much every day I talk about my podcast, right? because it is the main piece of my marketing. And so it has to be fun. It has to light you up. Because if it lights you up and that comes through in your episodes, that's gonna create even greater know, like, and trust with your potential clients and customers who are listening to your podcast. So it is definitely possible to have a podcast for a very long time and to have it work for your business in a way that is meaningful and helps you actually hit your business goals. And if you kind of start with these five things, you're going to be setting yourself up for long-term success, which is what we want. 
And so if you want more of this type of thing, I highly suggest you join my newsletter. We will put the link in the show notes. And thank you so much for listening. I would love to know if this episode resonated with you, what you thought of it. Be sure to come follow me on Instagram and we can connect there and talk about it. And I hope you have a great week. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Thank you for listening to Podcast Your Business. For more podcasting tips, follow us on Instagram at Wild Home Podcasting. If you are ready to launch, up-level, or grow your podcast, head to wildhomepodcasting.com to get started today.